Strange tidings. Welcome to the ether. 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 Hey there. Question. What kind of driver are you? Do you show consideration to others on the road, or are you more of a every-man-for-himself kind of person? Walk away without sending the antenna to ground without work. One has to often confront their true form when trapped in a stressful situation. Traffic can bring out the beast you didn't know that was inside of you. Even worse, it can humble you when the beast you face isn't one of your own doing. Something that is out of your control. The beasts of hell have penetrated dimensions and brought their own twisted versions of our world with them. Will you make it safely to your destination when your path is upended? Traffic jams be damned. Impasse at Gridlock. I barely made it out alive. When I first hit that I-95, everything was copacetic. The sun was shining from the east. My sun visor swung out in my old 99 skyline. I dropped my visor down to block out that early morning glare. I swore the sun was discolored. It was bright, and of course I couldn't look directly into it, but it didn't emit its usual lustrous yellow. Something felt off. Something had already felt off about this day before I even left my neighborhood. The dry desert heat was humid. Opening my door, the temperature shift from my apartment to the outside world was more drastic. My shades fogged up. My breath was short from the thick moisture floating in the air. I thought I had left that sticky warmth behind on the coast. I crossed the scorpion on my way to my car in the parking lot. It didn't scurry in fear, nor did it snap at me in aggression. Instead, as I noticed it and jumped to the side in anticipation of a pinch at dawn, it just stared at me. Its pinch was slowly opened and closed. I sidestepped slowly, ready to dip at the first sign of attack. But this little bastard, it, it just matched my stride, slowly almost methodically open close open close it didn't have the slightest urgency when clamping down i moved it turned open close open close i imagine a pulsing sound to match because there was no sound other than the roaring of the usual traffic on the nearby highway maybe i didn't imagine the sound maybe it was the rapid beating of my heart it was catching it on the downbeat hearing my blood vessels pulse. What the fuck are you doing? 
I caught myself in banter with the lagging arachnid. All of a sudden, his stinger sprung forward and impelled a wasp flying past the standoff, almost as if in response to my inquiry. Then it turned away from me, still opening and closing its pincers ever so slowly, effortlessly slipping back into its time loop. I seized the moment and dipped to my whip. As I slipped my key into the ignition, a hand materialized within my passenger side window and dropped something into the seat. I reared up my hands ready for action, but I was taken aback by an old man grinning at me from the open window. As he leaned in with his arms folded over the windowsill, I got a better look at his face. He was sun-kissed, seemingly glowing. He was dark-skinned, bronze. His French roast coffee bean skin smooth as the day is long other than the years of aging that formed folds on the surface of his forehead. He looked like one of my uncles. If my uncles had the wild gumption to wear cowboy hats in 2019. A low, gravelly twang announced his presence. Damn dry Harris. Huh? Huh? I blinked at him rapidly. He stood up and puffed out his chest. He spat in the direction of the scorpion before continuing. I say it. Damn John Harris. With every pause, he blinked at me as slow as the scorpion was motioning its claws. The scorpion, Shanshi, out here on the edge of town, slumbered to find their way into our dwellings and whatnot. Just what would otherwise be a perfectly peaceful day. He trailed off and started to stare off into the sky. His eyes winced and he grazed his furrowed brow as he contemplated the skyline. The clouds seemed to take pause in a time limbo, as if trapped between sunrise and sunset, where the bottoms of clouds are tinted in a sepia-tinted orange at both times of the day. The old man woke from his daydream and began to speak again. Bright sky in the morning, sailor's warning, he posited. What? I questioned him. Old maritime saying, if the sun is unusually bright in the morning, you see, then there's a possibility of inclement weather, so to speak, he replied, irritatingly ominous to me at this point. Yo, no offense, Jerome Wayne, but is this going anywhere? I gotta get to work. I'm already hella late. I was done with the cryptic sayings and growing impatient. Hey, young blood, not looking for any trouble, pardon I was just trying to help a young brother out, is all. Figured that binder might be important. He gestured down to the seat. I looked down and saw my work folder resting in the seat, slightly covered in dust. I didn't realize I dropped it during the Scorpion showdown. I looked back up at the makeshift prospector. Uh, thanks sir, sorry for being rude, I'm, I'm just really late now, and a little shaken up. Begrudgingly, I was at his mercy. It's all good. You be careful on that road, son. These drivers out here get riled when the clouds come out. They're not quite used to the humidity. And you know, they're not the most cognizant drivers in the first place. He laughed and tilted his hat up and wiped away the sweat from his brow. It was then that I noticed his russet brown hair color. A rarity for people of his complexion. The reddish hue of his hair gave his visage a sepia-like appearance. I swore my eyes were tricking me. Because through my groggy haze, it seemed like the old man had the same glow as the sun backdrop behind him. We'll take care of now, he concluded. Then he walked off. I rolled the window up, 
I turned my car on and chilled in the AC for a minute. I had to clear my mind a bit. I reached in the glove apartment and pulled out my vape pen. I inhaled the vapor and let the calm wash over me. I sat for a few extra minutes while my anxiety crept back into its hold. I accepted the late points that awaited me at my job and pulled off ready to face the bumper-to-bumper -bumper bullshit. I took a final glance at the scorpion as I pulled away from the building. It was facing me again, but this time it rapidly snapped its claws before it disappeared behind the encroaching building wall. There I was entering the interstate, sun still beating down on me from my right side, but no longer glaring off my shades. I sped up to start matching the interweaving cars. I let a car take an entrance merge in front of me. Bursting through an opening, barely wide enough to stick your pinky through, another car merged in front of me, right behind the first. I was livid. This motherfucker almost hit my front bumper. I beeped at him three times, just as mad as I wanted to be. And then, as I went in for the fourth beat, things got weird. What started as what I could only assume was a slight drizzle that I had yet to notice upon first entering the interstate became a curtain of rain that my car pleaded for entry through as it pierced its veil. It guarded the merging entry lane. I saw nothing but a gray, silvery haze and lashes of water before finally reaching a point of respite in the torrent. With the rain letting up a bit, but still falling hard enough to be jarring, I could see a few car lengths in front of me again and noticed the driver from before directly in front of me on my left. Something was different. Off. The driver popped his head around and I saw a countenance straight from hell. No. Literally. I am not lying to you when I say I saw what could only be a demon. Horns. Check. Fangs. Yup. Glowing red. Fuck you and everything you ever learned. Demon daddy's gonna make you his bitch eyes? Mm-hmm. It's maw open. Its jaw dropped and unhinged further down, dislocating and cracking as a curdled, tawny yellow pus drizzled onto its center console. It had orange-yellow skin that folded into a double chin. I could not tell where the skin ended and the ooze began. A patchwork of boils and scabs covered its entire face as it yelled at me. It snarled at me. I paused the honking. I slowed down and stared in bewilderment. He was snarling at me as our vehicles matched speed and drove parallel to one another. Did I just see that? That that can't be real. That was not real. My weed was laced. That's all. No more street dealers. Fucking vitamin E, I pondered to myself. It wasn't laced. With the closer proximity, I could see his vehicle. But it wasn't a vehicle, or it was, but it was alive. It was a living, motorized vessel. Tangles of jagged reptilian tails whipped out from its sides, resembling ropes of flame as they lashed out at the surrounding motorists. A curdled mass of reddish-brown tar dripped from under its belly, marking its trail of fury. The grill of the car opened in a menacing sneer with three rows of shark-like teeth. As the sky darkened, the headlights of the Plutonian Pontiac came alive and shone with a magnificent emerald glow. They contorted into what looked like dancing snake eyes, their glow pulsating harder and harder. It made me nauseous as the pulse intensified and the car growled with its own warning, piggybacking the wrath of its jockey. Its forked tongue flicked saliva as it spat its disdain in my direction. Cross me, 
not pheasant. Watch where you tread. The car hissed. The driver and its serpent began to establish dominance as they lashed out at the drivers on either side of it. They thought they were the apex predator of this unwilling caravan. They thought. Breaking through the dark ceiling of clouds that congregated above us, a winged beast descended onto the scene behind us, barreling across the tops of vehicles. Talons stretched from his legs, ripping the roofs of the vehicles it grazed, along with the heads of their owners. Its head was adorned with three pronged horns on either side. There were ear holes on both sides of his head, without any form of outer ear, just rigid ear canals, patterns roped around the edges inside like the rings of a cut tree trunk. The ridges shuddered as it picked up speed and the sound of the shrieks around it reached them. It tilted its head as if hearing a specific squeal. Then the beast picked up the pace. Blood curdling shrills erupted from the vehicles it overturned on its warpath. The beast swooped down and the light from the sun attempting to peek through the clouds bounced off its side. It was covered in an aquatone fur. Its wings were scaled, pukish green, yet iridescent. The flying chimera rushed past me, the wind kicking up around it swaying my vehicle, threatening to topple it. I smashed the brake pedals and narrowly avoided colliding with it as it grabs the demon's car in front of me and slung it into a nearby brick barricade. I accidentally pressed down on my horn as I struggled to get my vehicle back under control. It snapped its head in the direction of the blare. It had a beak like a raven, the same green fur as its scales. Rectangular, goat-like pupils peered out from underneath its slogging eyelids. They showed bright orange. A deeper orange accompanied them in the surrounding sclera. You dare make your metal carriage cry at me? I'll show you true sounds of despair. The ushers of your bones will litter these streets, and your children's skeletons will serve as toothpicks after I dine on them as appetizers. I don't want to say I pissed myself in that moment. It roared, and an acidic sludge oozed from its mouth onto my car submerging the front left side of my hood as I veered away from the pool. I sped up. There was a semi-truck toppled in front of me. The trailer was ripped to shreds, sharp still erected in the air from the tears. The beast was on my tail when I merged into the next lane and let it fly directly into the shrapnel. The beast's neck tore down the middle. Obsidian red blood spewed from the gash and covered the entire right side of my car. I was driving half blind. The sky fell once more. As if cued by the fumes mixing into the atmosphere, the clouds let out one final rush of rainwater, obscuring my vision. My windshield wipers were rendered useless. The silver haze was back. There was fog all around me. After what felt like eons, I saw the exit I usually take for work through a small break in the rain's pattern. I wrapped up the car as much as I could to get off this hellway. I skidded to a stop as I came out the turn. The clouds moved on along across the interstate, and I stared for a while at the unearthly border between the storm and the normal rain pour on the city road I was on. I stuck my head out what was left of the driver's side window. I caught my breath. I looked to my right out of my melted car frame. The interstate behind me was in ruins, itself ablaze. 
The pillars holding it up were shattered and in pieces. I imagine this is what it looked like when Rome burned. Ironically, Caesar's palace wasn't too far away. My phone rang. It was work calling. Mm, hello? I mustered a meek answer. Where the hell are you? You're 45 minutes late for work. Are you coming in or not? My boss is on the other end, fuming. His tone the human equivalent of my road rage tormentors. I got out of my car and looked at the damage. The bumper had giant bite marks in it where the beast pecked at it. The paint was scratched all across the body. My driver's side mirror was jammed into the half door. Nah, I'm taking a personal day. I hung up the phone after negotiating a makeup day for my missed shift. I didn't bother trying to explain what transpired to my boss. Nobody would believe me anyway. The area I was in appeared to be carrying on as normal. Not a soul bothered by the clamor that occupied the adjacent ramps above. I got back in the car. I plopped back down into my car seat. I couldn't process what had happened, wondering if I was losing my mind. The state of my car should have been proof enough that it hadn't all been a hallucination. I glanced out of the front window and noticed a peculiar new addition to my car. A lone scorpion claw was clamped down on the windshield wiper, the owner nowhere to be found. I pondered how long it had been up there, undetected, wondered when it had separated from its owner, questioned if it was the same scorpion from the start of my trip that morning, and if it had interrupted my day or had I disrupted the scorpions. Damn giant Harry's.